Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. As you know, the past few weeks have been all about answering your questions. And I had this question that came in from Syl. It was about moving an annuity to a 401k plan. But I thought it would probably be a good idea first to spend some time talking about what an annuity is before we start getting all into the weeds. So during the conversations that I've been having with Jill Schlesinger, who's from the Jill on Money podcast, I asked her if she wouldn't mind sharing a little bit about annuities. Could you just discuss for us like what is an annuity? Just in case no one's ever heard of that product. They're like, well, what is it? I've, I've seen commercials about it. What, what's Wait a minute. Everyone's heard of it. No one gets it because yeah. talk about the <laughs> most complicated, opaque stuff that's out there. Simplest form, okay, is in annuity is an insurance company product that has very specific tax treatment. The deal is you hand over a bunch of money to an insurance company, they'll invest it. And when you retire, you get a stream of income, you get an annuitization of your money, a little bit of money every month, okay, or all at once. So then annuities have a hundred million different permutations now. But again, core concept, it's an insurance product, you hand the money, it's invested in some way, at some point you take the money out. There's also something called an immediate annuity. Like, you know when someone hits the lottery and they say lump sum or a stream of payments? Mm, Yeah, yeah. Love those, right? I want to hit the lottery. I have to buy a ticket first. That's the problem. Darn it. (laughs) Why did I always forget about that part of it? Okay. So let's just think about that for a second. That's essentially the difference between almost like having a lump sum that you would invest versus letting a company hang on to that money. And then they will in turn give you a certain amount of money every single month, quarter, year. That's kind of the cl- the easiest way to understand it. Now, here's all the different permutations. Annuities have this special tax treatment, which means that many times annuities in the past have been sold by insurance folks as a way to create your own personal pension. You'll hear that all the time in the industry. And the reason is that they will say, look, put the money in, put $10,000 a year away, just like with your retirement account or what you would be forced to do if you were, say, a teacher. You'd have to put this money away. And then when you retire, there will be an amount of money that comes out every single year so that you can live on. That's like your own personal pension. There's a few issues with the way that that is structured. Number one, because it's an insurance product, it has special tax status. So now we're not even touching retirement plans yet. We're just talking about like we took an after-tax dollar, we put it into an annuity. Later in life, when we take the money out, all of the money that accumulates, like if I put $10 in and it grows to 100 the $90 difference, the, that accumulation is all taxable income to you. Why is that important? Because annuities were incredibly popular when tax rates were much higher, okay? And the reason was that it used to be that when you had money that grew in value or capital gains, it was taxed at the exact same tax bracket as whatever your ordinary income tax bracket was. But the rules all changed. And when capital gains rates came down, these annuity products became less appealing because now 
you know, I could be somebody who makes, let's say a hundred thousand dollars a year, right. Or, you know, as a uh, married couple, okay. I can make a hundred thousand dollars a year and I'm in the 22% top tax bracket, but, uh, I might be in the 0% long-term capital gains tax bracket. Mm. So, you know, I have to be very careful to realize that when I make an investment in an annuity, it's not actually a tax efficient model anymore. It's not taxable during the period of time before you get the money out. But once it comes out, it's taxable to you. So what's the next level of annuities? The next level is that they were used as investments almost because people in the insurance industry were like, wait a minute, all these mutual fund companies are making money hand over fist. We need to figure out a way so that we give people a chance to invest kind of like looks like a mutual funds inside of an annuity contract. And these are called variable annuities. Same exact premise where you put the money in, but you get investment. It looks like stock market investments. They look like mutual funds. They look like index funds. They look like all these things. Same deal, money that goes in, any accumulation taxable when it comes out. What's the downside of this? The downside is that these can often be extremely expensive products. So if I'm comparing it with, say, the Vanguard S&P 500 index, and then I look at what's it cost to put an index fund inside of a variable annuity, well, that's often 2 or 3% a year. So it's kind of like 0% versus 2 to 3%. Hmm, which is less. Yeah, that's expensive. Their other part about annuities is that they have these very onerous periods of time where it costs money to get out of them. So the money you put into many annuities has something called a surrender period. So if I put $100,000 in today and I decide next year I want my money out and I want to move it, and even if I just move it from one annuity to maybe like a, maybe it was an IRA and I put it from an IRA and I in an annuity and I say, oh, I just want to move it to Vanguard. It'll cost me nine percent to get out. It's like ten, nine, eight, seven, six, mm. five, four, three, two, wow. one. So they have really expensive terms. And finally, I'm not a fan of annuities for retirement funds. The whole premise of annuity that was supposed to make it really important to many people was that they had great tax treatment. Well, you already have good tax treatment in your IRA and your 401k and your 403b. You already know what it is. So in this situation, when someone wants an annuity, what are they really seeking is my question. Yes. If you see that you can get money, like again, is let's use the, the same Let's use the same analogy of the lottery. If you came into a ton of money, like your great aunt Sarah dropped dead. You didn't even know her, but she left you a million dollars. (laughs) Okay. Now you have a million dollars and you're scared to invest it on your own. So you're going to talk to a financial advisor and the financial advisor says, uh, you know, I'm going to charge you 1%, but maybe what you really need is just a low cost immediate annuity. Immediate annuity means you put the million dollars in and now you get the money out immediately. There are some cases where maybe I would want to do that. Maybe I'm just a single person and if I died the next day, somebody wouldn't want the money. Or maybe I am somebody who doesn't trust myself. Or maybe it's a guardianship issue. And, you know, there's a whole host of reasons why an annuity might be okay. And by the way, they are getting better in that you know, people like me have been shrieking that they're so expensive, they're so confusing. So there are 
um, new entrants into the annuity world that are making it better. And by the way, one of the biggest annuities out there is TIAA Craft. Like TIAA is a huge retirement plan company for nonprofit sectors. And they do a fantastic job. It's very cheap. It's really well run, but you can't get it unless you have it. So you have to have it offered to you. Mm-hmm. So I guess the long story still about all of this is that annuities are complicated. I would really be careful before I just said yes to it. Some people are only offered an annuity as the only option for their retirement accounts, and they can be really expensive. In that case, I'll often say to people like, that's a very expensive way to invest. Maybe just put in up to your matching component and then do a Roth IRA on your own. That was a beautiful breakdown. That was that was oh, that's exhausting, isn't it? Jeez, <laughs> shut her up already. No, but I mean, it just goes to show how complicated they are. But you did a really good job of making that very simple and very quick. For those of you out there who have been wondering what exactly is an annuity, I've heard people talk about these things, but I don't really know what they are. I hope that this conversation made things a little bit clearer for you. Jill also mentioned capital gains tax during her breakdown of annuities, and I'm pretty sure that I've never covered this topic on the show. So expect an episode coming very soon all about capital gains. Thanks again to Jill for taking the time to come back on the show yet again. You can go to JillOnMoney.com to find her podcast, which is called Jill on Money, just like her website, and her latest book, The Great Money Reset. Next week, I'll be back to break down Sill's question on moving an annuity to a 401k plan. But until then, I just want to say I appreciate you joining me here for yet another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week, and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy keep it poppin' like Mary Poppins.